This is Brian from Out of Service, and you're listening to Burden Pod. Burden Pod is a four-part conversation with the members of Out of Service about the making of and the meaning behind the band's latest album, Burden. Listen to Burden wherever you stream your music. And please check out our sponsors, Revolution Barber Co. in Somerdale, New Jersey, and Construction on Time Remodeling in the South Jersey and Philadelphia area. This episode is dedicated to Kevo. Kevo, we love you. <laughs> Kevo, well, we'll get into Kevo. We'll get into Kevo. Yeah, we're not yeah. there yet, guys. Okay. We're not there yet, but I wanted to dedicate it to We him definitely need now. to leave that in because yeah. Kevo has... Do it for Kevo. Do it for Kevo. All right, so <laughs> we're going to open this episode of, to talk about um, probably, what, the biggest hurdle of the whole recording and production process was that we kind of, we didn't rush, but we got a mix and master done fairly quickly to um, have the album ready for our beer tasting event, which was awesome. Yeah, and we wanted to, we did that because we wanted to push ourselves. We wanted right? to push ourselves to so get like, it done. We, like it's a hard deadline. Yeah, so it was it was good because was, yeah. you, you got down to Alabama. We probably wouldn't have of gotten that in between all yeah. Get Outs tours yeah. and, and Nathan's um, yeah. uh, solo tours if we weren't pushing for that date. Pushing so, for that deadline. It was good us. to have a deadline to be yeah. like have everything close. But but, <laughs> but well let's uh so it went well, we're happy with it. Uh Mike texted me once, I have some regrets. Um, yeah. Which which and Nathan won't be upset if he hears that he told me the same thing. So um so he, I get a text from Nathan what, like a, two weeks later? Or two something? weeks later, yeah. He's like, So I just bought an analog summer which is a, a uh, piece of recording equipment. Yeah, I kept equipment. hearing like summer, like, oh, so like I thought it was season. like the, the name, like the season yeah, summer, like yeah. the name of uh, the piece of equipment. Summing, um, and it has to do with combining box, tracks. Yeah. So yeah, I bought an analog summing box and, um, you know, I just mixed an album with it and I really think I can make your stuff better. So <laughs> I was, which was hard to hear, which was hard to hear because it, we had spent so much time. I know. On the mix. But we were thinking about opening it up again anyway because of Maddie. We wanted to bring her up in yeah. one song. So uh, kinda, Madeline Finney we talked Madeline about. Madeline In yeah. stories, in we, we wanted her vocals to be a little louder in certain yeah. parts. So then... Uh, so we were already nervous about asking Nathan to reopen the song in the first place. But then when he brought he, it up, he, gave us he us, opened the door. He gave us an opening. Uh, so yeah, we took it and... Uh, yeah, so and we remixed the entire album. We yeah. went in thinking like, oh, it's just gonna be easy. Yeah, we thought it was gonna be like, oh, hey, he's just gonna take it, sum the tracks, and it's, it's just gonna, gonna sound slightly different, it's just like, a little bit richer, a little bit better, more yeah. space. And, and then he, he went and he literally remixed every song from, from the vocal vocals. He went from ground up, guitars ground up. Like now, since he had already done it once, it was a lot faster. He already knew what we wanted yeah. in each song, but, but he also put his own personal he, touch on and, things, and, and he went above and beyond. He went. He always goes above and beyond. Yeah, we're, always. we're we're always super happy with with the work that he does because he's just a true rock star and also a true professional. And which he is, puts up with us. Yeah, he, and he puts, puts up, up with us. our crap. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so this process was painful, and but we 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 kept pushing forward, and Mike. So Mike, you want to talk about the backing vocals and how they changed a little bit? Yeah, um, in the original master, um, the, a lot of the backing vocals actually got lost. Like there yeah. there were a lot. Of, we did a ton of harmonies, we did a ton of counter melodies, and all these like little. Really cool little melodies all over all these songs when we went down and recorded. But then when we got the master, 
Um, a lot of them went away. You could like barely hear it. Mm-hmm. You might be like, oh, I hear something in the background. I really don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. They became more texture rather than parts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. once once we got it remastered, they all just came out of nowhere, yeah. and you could hear <laughs> and, every single one. And let's be clear, this wasn't just a remaster. It was like we said, it was a complete remix, remix. and we had so much more headroom due to the analog process. Yeah. Changed that, things. I mean, you'll never know because you're never going to hear the original mix, but the original. <laughs> masters but uh you know unless you were at the beer tasting i guess but um the drums feel bigger the guitars feel you know the, 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 the everything feels wider the, the everything has more room to be heard yeah, it's like that, it's like going from like a bar show to like a huge stadium you know what i mean it just feels so much richer so much right. bigger i mean before there would be parts where you know in different instruments and different vocal parts were fighting for space in the mix, and now all of a sudden everything had a little bit of elbow room. Yeah, and it just made it made yeah. everything better. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. We're super grateful he did. Took that. the time to do yeah. that. And then we should talk about and, Frank. And Frank. then you know Nathan, uh, because we ended up he ended up going through this whole process for us. He had to leave for his tour with As Cities Burns. Uh, yeah, As Cities Burn, yeah. and. Um, so it ended up being mixed by someone else. Master. Master. Or excuse me, master yeah, by master. someone else. It's getting late. It's and getting late. We're, we're a few beers in. A few beers in. <laughs> yeah. uh, Frank from Voodoo. Uh, What's his last name? Do you know his last name? Me neither. We're going to look that up. <laughs> right. We'll look that up. We'll we're going to put it in the credits of the album. We'll definitely put the credits, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he, he took it and really made it like so consistent song to song and the low end on it, you know, Nathan did an awesome job on the tracking um, during the mixing, but then Frank, like song to song, it was just so rich and so deep. It was just great. Frank Mataratona. Frank Mataratona. Is that how you say it? That's a good best guess. A lot of letters in that name. So anyway, he killed that. He did did an amazing job. So definitely like we're grateful to Voodoo also. um, You know, for the work that that Frank did, did yeah. uh, in combination with, with Nathan. But this was a huge step for us. I mean, we were pretty, we were, we were, it was like a 50-50 whether we were going to open it up or not. I right, mean, yeah. I think the only reason... I pushed it. I, I yeah. pushed it. And, and I think that the reason we did was because we wanted to make a few changes anyway. So we were like, well, why not just open right. it back up? But, um, <laughs> but it was scary because scary, yeah. you can lose, you know, there's something to be said, I think, about having a first version of something yeah like there's the energy there's the excitement and then when you go back to it sometimes you lose that and you just don't get the same and there was always the worry too that well what if what if we take all the time to do this and make nathan do this again and then we like the original one better I, right. I mean, well, it's almost like demoitis but it didn't all over happen. again. It you was become no, attached. We had masteritis. We had ma- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, masteritis. You become attached to the old master instead of opening your ears and like hearing like. When people hear this for the first time, or when they hear the other one for the first time, they would prefer this right. one heavily. Well, I think when we was... first started making notes on the new remix, Nathan would get a little frustrated with us. He was saying, "You're comparing this mix to a master, and you need to think of this as a new. This is <laughs> yeah. like the first time you're I hearing." Will, it. I will say, some people do prefer the first version yeah. over the second one, but they're generally people like a few people that I've showed it to. They're generally people. That really like like super raw indie sound. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I definitely think that this has more of a polished. Again, that wider like some people like yeah. going to small bar shows, right? Yeah. Some people like going to stadium shows. So it, you know there there is there is an aspect of like just kind of like preference too, but but I definitely think that this 
makes it so that you can hear more. And so that, again, that sound is just wider, richer, more of that, that vocal, um, you know, coming out. So I'm, I'm really happy with where we landed. All right, so let's talk about some of the songs. So the next song on the track list is Uneasy. 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 Which was, first Wait, was the... called Group Work. Uh-huh. Two. And then it became, then we got rid of that song and we had it, wrote a new song also Gr- called Group Work. Well, we just, <laughs> we just replaced, we, we, we just, we called it so Group Work Replacement. In, 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 in the studio, or last time in the recording process for Morning, we recorded a ton of songs we wrote a ton of songs while we were recording them. So, like, I, I didn't have all my drum parts done for a lot of morning. Well, a right. lot of it this was time, me and Mike would write a song. Right. And you guys would add your parts. Right, right. Whereas this time, we, we wrote, wrote it all together. together. But so, this was the only song that we went into the studio not having, like, finished. Right. And, well, but, what's ironic is this ended up not being group this, work. This was the first <laughs> song that we wrote, which is how it ended up being called group work. We wrote it at that, at that writing practice mm-hmm. where we recorded our practice. And... I was trying to come up with what to call the file, and I just called it group work because we were we working together. Brought, and we all brought different pieces to And it. we ended up trashing that song. And, you know, so yeah, exactly. It's and the then, one song that was written exactly how the morning songs were written. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> I, I, you know, a voice memo on my phone, sent the mic, melody, chorus. It almost, the, the, stru- the structure almost stayed exactly the same. Yeah. Th- this was the only song that I actually, that I, I mean, I had a bass part written down because we demoed right. it, but. I mean, like when we rewrote the second verse for the bass, yeah. and the bass p- line follows the melody. Yeah, that was because um, we didn't actually have a melody right. when I did yeah. the demo. Right, Mike. Remember how frustrated I think Mike was the only one in the studio when I was recording drums at that point. You guys were all there at different yeah. points, but no, I was Mike, there for this one. Oh, remember how yeah. frustrated I got on on this one because yeah. that chorus, like the 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 part in the song I didn't really have down was the chorus. I, I had this idea of what I wanted to do. It was like this fast, like punk beat almost. Remember that? Like, yeah. da, 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 I'm da, glad da. we didn't do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was an idea and it didn't work. So I was trying so many different things and Sean, the, uh, the, at, at SRG, who who yeah, did he like the, produced this yeah. chorus a little bit? For he us, he yeah. produced this because you know I was like I I don't know what to do. I just got to a point where I yeah. like stopped. I was like I don't know, and he was like why don't you try? And so I did, and that's what, what yeah, came yeah, out. It's kind of simple idea, just yeah. uh, you know two and four to halftime, mm-hmm. and it was great. I, I, <laughs> I think this this song is one of the more accessible songs on the sure. record. It's definitely more conventional yeah. uh, in structure. I think the intro is um, the the whole section with the guitar and the drums and then the bass comes in, you hear doo-doo, yeah. doo-doo. It's got a, definitely something you would hear on the radio, at least yeah. that part of the song. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and and I feel like it does like harken back to a lot of the bands that we listen to now that have like gotten older and are writing about that process of like coming into adulthood, yeah. like, coming out of their 20s, like... We're all going through that at the same that's time like, that for, they are. For me, yeah, that's definitely like the uh, the one lyric is the most relatable. Like, I'm so afraid of growing older. Yeah. yeah. What do you, what do you, I, what do you, you want to talk about the lyrics a little bit? Yeah, sure. The song, um, song is basically about um, either going forward in your life and not knowing what's ahead of it or like having to stop and start over again because of whatever happens. Um so a lot of these lyrics are based around just like being terrified about life because 
it, you can't tell the future. Like you literally have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow or the day after that, or even like later that day you're in. Yeah. Um, and the unknown is pretty terrifying um, sometimes. So that's why this basically why the song's called Uneasy. It's, yeah, I, I mean, we didn't really try to like hide anything with these song titles. Like they pretty <laughs> much just, they pretty much explain what the songs are about. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. should we listen to it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's listen. My best is so I'm dying to let you know Like my body up through me away I won't blame you for anything
it's not coming out. It's not coming out. <laughs> well, if you have to burp, turn around. All right. So <laughs> the next track is going to be one that features our fifth band member, Kevin Ott, who bought Kevo. the Kevo. fifth band member perk on our Indiegogo, which pretty much gave him access to our Slack channel and... Uh, he, we got to do a cover song for him. He named one of the songs on the album, which is this he one. He named this one. And uh, he named it Erie after Lake Erie, um, which he grew up in Cleveland. So it makes yeah. sense that he It would, all comes back to Cleveland. It all comes back to Cleveland. There's a lot of Cleveland on this right? A lot of Cleveland on this album, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I mean, Kevo uh, was indispensable throughout this process. It was he was, a, he was a fifth, you know, he was a sounding board and he was a fifth year um, he got to hear all the the mixes as they were coming he, through, and he gave us comments. He definitely he didn't hold back. I felt like he broke a lot of ties. Like if if we were all like deadlocked, like <laughs> two, yeah, two yeah, for yeah. That's the thing that did. sucks about a four member band. <laughs> you don't have <laughs> the third member to like pick that side. Yeah. So like you got to get seventy five percent in order. Yeah. To <laughs> yeah. So he popped in, and uh, you know he definitely this record wouldn't be what it is without Cavo. Yeah, and, totally and this agree. this song has a uh, a spoken word essentially part so, of it yeah, and he Kevo. actually gets to us uh, you know his voice is heard on this song and uh, mike do you want to talk about that part a little bit or um well it's funny because when we decided to put kevo on a song we decided where we were going to put it yeah i just quickly wrote up <laughs> i like quickly wrote up something i was just like here kevo why don't you just read this and you're like but it was great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I have to say, it was the first time I ever heard Kevo's voice. And it's going to be the first time a lot of you ever hear Kevo's voice. Yeah. So why don't we, uh, why don't we listen to that? Yeah, let's do it. All right, this is Eerie. So now we are on our closer yep. tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, originally with the working title Broods. Um, tomorrow of my thoughts, sorry. In parentheses. In parentheses. Of my thoughts. Tomorrow in parentheses. of my thoughts. Yeah, this um, one. Do you want to say who was named from? Yeah, do you uh, want to talk about Yeah, that? so my buddy Victor, who is an awesome guy, uh, chose to, to name a song. He bought that perk for the Indiegogo campaign, and he... Uh, decided on, on tomorrow of my thoughts. Um, I think he just really was thinking about the, the theme of the song and how it's really kind of for looking forward, you know, and then it's also, and then of my thoughts is in parentheses. So it's like, you know, you have tomorrow, but then it's, it's really about kind of that internal dialogue that's happening. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, Mike, you can talk about the lyrics a little bit. So that, yeah. All right. Well, the, um, 
the Sorry, song. Sorry, we... Teeves is, is making everybody laugh. Losing it. Again, lots of beers that it's getting late. How much beer? This, this song kind of almost builds off of what Uneasy um, talks about. It's just like not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow. But this song particularly um, states like, well, no matter how you feel or what you think, tomorrow is always going to come anyway. So how are you going to go about, you know, tackling those challenges? Are you going to lay down and just like let life like kick you down or are you gonna you know stand like keep standing up again and like try to keep going forward right this song was almost called what's next but but when you looked at all the tracks the track names in a list together it it didn't fit with all the other tracks so we we well victor named it but you know we went back to the drawing board on that one we weren't sure which songs were going to be the the indiegogo namers so we should talk about the structure and how this so song, this song, yeah. this well, song this, may have changed more than Stitches, just because at least Stitches kept the same structure throughout. But, but I mean, Nathan was instrumental in this song changing. Well, yes. he, yeah, I mean, yeah he, so he, I didn't play the drums, uh, hot tip on this one. No, you, <laughs> no, don't tell anyone. No, you did. I didn't play it. So I did not play the drums on you, either of the verses of the song. They are? No, they're your They're drums. sampled from my drums. They're drum- and from you hitting them. And from me hitting them. <laughs> no, but Nathan... Kind of, <laughs> hold on, hold on. No, 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 not, not I want that. I'm saying volume. So, yeah, Brian's. Oh, I'm clipping. You're clipping, and Brian's kids are sleeping. So. Well, I'm not. Yeah, no, they're. Uh, they it, sleep, forget about the They kids, sleep their hurricane, but so, um, so with. What was I saying? Oh, right. Nathan, Nathan, Nathan. So we recorded the drums, yeah. and so Nathan heard one vocal melody Mike does at the end of the song, and you doing you did do it in the beginning before, right? No, it was, it's always so. been the beginning. It's always been the beginning. It was intro, always the beginning. Oh, okay. it was, it was we only short, did it. it was we only did piece. it like two, two times through. And, and Nathan like, was like, "Guys, that's you your verse. This is your verse. What are you doing?" Yeah, he's right. like, "Why didn't you guys now, use and, and, your verse?" And you know, I still I have the original drum tracks, and they're not. I mean, the parts are not that different. He just kind of extended. He just them. took the parts and ex- yeah, he extended right. them, and then he added kind the, of cut and pasted. Section. Yeah, from other sections. parts, and he moved it around. So right. you you still played the spirit of the song, even <laughs> even if even if okay. the you know right. it's kind of a no, Frankenstein's I mean, I like, monster. I think, it's, I think it's cool, you know. I, th- I think yeah. it's cool that it's sampled um, instead of and like the, the bridge playing. is all you. Yeah, uh, and that's the coolest part. Right. I'm not I'm not upset that it's not me. I think, I think it's, it's cool. cool yeah. I think it's cool that it's sampled. Like I'm really into a lot of uh, you know of music that that uses only samples for drums. You know what I mean? So it's something that I always, you know, think about, like, how can we integrate more of that? So I think it's really cool that the, the, the two verses in the song, really, you know, Nathan built them off of samples. And, um, yeah, I, I was excited when I heard it. Uh, yeah. Anything else on the song? Um, it has a pretty cool bridge. It has a really cool bridge. Um, At the end, it's got some cool, like, buried and, and raspy vocal parts. Bar- yeah, with some, like, distortion on it. I'm trying to Oh, think. the toms. The toms, So yeah. we used... Uh, so the the drum set that I used for the rest of this album was a um, oh for for even for some of this song was a, a Gretsch with a um, with a Ludwig Black Beauty snare, but we brought out um, Sean in his studio had these like stainless steel seventies toms and and like bass drums and we used those on top of the Gretsch for the bridge of the song and I just love how heavy and meaty yeah, this bridge great, is and with section. the drums because we, you know, we layered that on top and it just sounds so great. And that's another big thing with this um, album. Like there's very little sampling on the drums. Yeah. 
with the last album, we used my drum set and I didn't do a great job tuning it. We didn't do a great job capturing the sounds. So Nathan had to blend in a lot of samples from other kits that, you know, yeah. other people use. This one, it's like... Which is on every it. record. It yeah. is on every record, but we, we, but we, we had were to rely able to capture more. a lot more of and the live just, yeah. sound, which was I think more of really a shines room. through. Yeah, it was more of a Yeah, drum I mean, we, we made a conscious effort, or Nathan made a conscious effort, to make the drums sound more more live. Like a room, yeah. 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 Um, and this is, what, the first time I've ever used a Watt pedal on. Yeah, look at these. <laughs> yeah, that was turned cool. it up. Yeah, I mean the gear on this album versus yeah, the last one was sure. just crazy. You know, we went all direct right in the computers on the last one. Um, a lot of the stuff for my drums was sampled. Um, this, this is just more in yeah. you know in a room like capturing a room, and right? Even in the vocals, like you know, we tried to keep the rooms that we yeah. were so, performing in. What so. I mean, what what. Why don't you talk about what gear you, what kind of guitars did you play on, on these songs? Uh, so the left side is mostly a Mexi Fender Tele. The right side is a Gretsch. Um, the Tele was paired with a Fender Bassman uh, 59 uh, reissue from the 90s. And then the uh, right side with, with the Gretsch was paired with a um, the Vox, Vox the AC15. Right. And yeah, then, that was a 2015 version. Yeah. And, and the last album was all just the Gretsch mm-hmm. into a computer, right? Yeah, exactly. So, I, mean, so I used two different difference. guitars. You can hear the difference. The, um, the, I, you also, on the left side, is like for the heavier like drive parts, is either the bass man turned up really loud or the uh, Charlie Brown, the uh, JHS Charlie yeah. Brown. Did you use the Nard on the right side? Oh, no, the no. I, so the right side is the top boost okay. on the Vox. But I did all the almost all the lead guitars are are that Nard Camel tone. Did you mm-hmm. use the Gretsch on the leads or the Tele? Or did you actually did you most share? of the leads were the Gretsch because it had a slightly better intonation. Right. So yeah. it just like <laughs> well that that's that's Tele's for you. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So. But um, but we still love Fenders. Please sponsor us. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it was an American Tele, I'm sure yeah. it would have been fine. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, Mike, anything for the song before we play it? No. All right, well, this is the last song, so I, you know, thank you guys for uh, coming through these episodes with us. If you made it this far, you are a real one. A real fan. We appreciate you. Yeah, and uh, you know, please go and, and check out the album on Spotify uh, or Apple Music or where, wherever you listen to your Pat, Pat album. our streaming numbers. Yes, please. <laughs> we need all the help we can get. <laughs> Delete that. I'm going to delete that. <laughs> no, don't delete it. Leave it in. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. And uh, it was it was a great experience putting this record together. And, and, you know, we were happy to sit down here and kind of share it with you. And we hope you enjoyed it. Boom. Tomorrow always comes. And now we've got some time to commit. Tomorrow always comes, but do you have the world to claim it? In spite of all the time, I really had no chance to admit I'm terrified of life, too scared of reaching out to live it Will they ever get me out of my head? Find peace and wonder Will tomorrow be a gift or a vex? What's next, I wonder Still tempted 
Thank you for listening to Burden Pod. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can hear the entire series and follow out of service on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Spotify to make sure you never miss an update.